Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place where we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. This week, we're going to talk about George Clooney giving away 14 million bucks, monkeys in Thailand. That's right. And then we're going to talk a little uh, Christian Christmas theme type deal. So we'll we'll see how that goes. How's y'all's week been? Busy. Yeah. Getting ready for, we say this is coming out next week. Yep. So... When this comes out, we will have just put on the show the week before. Yeah. Yeah, so this week I've just been, like, making phone calls and getting everything planned out, getting ready for the show on Thursday. Cool. So it's been busy. Getting it all together and going. I guess you got a, a, a somebody opening for you guys or? Yeah, which, uh, so the guy that plays keys with us, he does some of the synth stuff for us. He has his own band with some people that he's been kind of trying to work on for the last few years. And uh, so they're going to open for us. They're going to do a few songs, but they don't have a drummer, so I'm going to play drums for them. So like, <laughs> so it's it's a uh, it's Tuesday right now. So the show is two days, and uh, I've never I've played one song with them before. So they're supposed oh, to come over right. tonight, and I got to learn their songs. Learn a few songs real quick. It'll be fine. Though, yeah, and just put on like a mask or wear like a different shirt or something like that. So yeah. whenever, whenever yeah, you I'll come, I'll do like a Daft Punk thing. Yeah. <laughs> be the marshmallow or something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy, relax, baby. Uh, I, I, you know, let's just hold off right now. I'm safe now. Let's not go after the ninja dude. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, coming in and, and, and protecting your boy, but we're going to hold it back right now. Uh, hey, just real quick. Uh, uh, what countries are we in right now? We are in. Go ahead and uh, let's talk about some, a couple of things, and I'll pull this up real quick. Um so this week, you guys are getting ready to go to um, for a retreat, a right? retreat, a retreat with the young people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the middle schoolers, high schoolers. We're going up to uh, we're going up to Buffalo, Texas. Really nice retreat center. Um, and it's kind of crazy in the time of COVID to try to plan all that stuff out. But we were able to do something, thankfully, there in, in summer. So we we're, we're already uh, experts at how to go about and, and keeping everybody safe and, and mm-hmm. everything sanitized. And it's a lot of work just because it's, uh, you know, we're not a gigantic ministry by no means, but we but we definitely operate as if we, uh, you know, we have a, a thousand people under our supervision. Yeah. So uh, it's real good, but, you know, planning everything. We got great leadership. I, I would put them up against any team any day. They Great, great leadership. And, uh, yeah, no, but we're uh, – we're really looking forward to what God's going to do. We're going to be uh, the whole theme for the week is uh, is actually over this statement: "Am I my brother's keeper?" Oh wow! You know, so it's just going to we're going to bring up accountability and and the purpose of why God put us here together. It's not to live alone, but it's to live in community, live together, uh, accountability, those kind of things that that are just absolutely important to a um, well-rounded spiritual life. Yeah, you know. For are you sure, going to be speaking on it, or are you going to be speaking at it? Or I'm going to I'm going to be preaching on that, but also our our uh, our leaders, our the youth staff that's going. They're also going to be doing uh, like breakout sessions as right. well. I really want this one to be less preachy than uh, summer camp was, so I'm only going to preach once, and uh, I just really want to engage them in uh, in conversation, in dialogue that they can 
Because because I feel that the best teacher is is actually whenever you repeat what you've been taught and you try to teach it yeah. to somebody else or at least find some find some uh, some ground there something to bite on right where where both of you guys can say you know this is how I perceive that and then just kind of that bouncing of ideas um, but all being moderated as well because we don't want people to go off the rails and start <laughs> you know talking about some weird theology or yeah. something like that but I definitely want it to be. Um, <clears throat> just where they engage with each other. Right. Because that's so, that I think they'll get more from that than just hearing me preach all day. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, a community is so important to young people um, to, to help them understand that they're not alone out there trying to live out this walk with, with Christ. And um, you know, I think something we're going to talk about next week is t- talking about really, or uh, living in the culture and different things like that. So we're in the United States, India, United Arab Emirates, okay. Russia. And Flex we, on them. And then we picked up uh, United Kingdom. Um, so that's really, really, really cool. Yeah, United Kingdom. That's across the pond, right? Or across just... the pond, that's what they say. So okay. Fact check me, hashtag Sal. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, we I love almost you, replied to that, but I was like, I'm just going to sound like, <laughs> I'm like 90% sure that they're also referred to as a Mockingjay, <laughs> <laughs> but the main name is Mockingbird, but yeah, oh, no, so, that was funny though. So one, one of our dear friends, uh, the, the awesome listener, uh, he texts both, uh, James and I, and he's like, are you sure that's what you... <laughs> I was confused, but, you know, hey, I'm not the smartest crayon in the in the box or what the he said brightest was, crayon. He said, I just wanted to note, because nobody knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He said, I just wanted to note that uh, in that thing, in I think it was the Thanksgiving one, uh, James said something about the... Uh, the Mockingjay. The, the Texas bird being the Mockingjay, which is a fictional bird that only exists in the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> And I did say it was a mockingbird, but I said something about jays being like a type of bird because you have like the blue jays and there's like, and I'm like 90% sure that that's a jay. Well, we can and roll it back. sometimes referred to, but I never looked it back up. But no, the mockingjay is definitely the bird. <laughs> yeah, the mockingjay is definitely the bird in the hunger Yeah, games. I just text it back and like, look, bro, I, I'm ignorant and I'm okay with that. Like, just ask oh, James. Man. He has all the, you know, the... Animal websites on are ready to pull up. Yo, so. I got another one about animals today. So uh, I, just just something interesting. So I just and I've been looking at this for a while, but you know, I just told you where we are in the world. But this is interesting the way it is. It says uh, where your audience come from: world, U.S., Canada, and Australia. So Canada and Australia are not part of the rest of the world. <laughs> Oh, we didn't know that? So what yeah. is considered world? <laughs> I, I, I think everything besides Canada and Australia. So that's very interesting to me. We did pick up a few states. Uh, we are now in Texas, Oklahoma, Virginia, California, New York, Tennessee, Alabama, Nevada, Missouri, Arkansas, Maryland, South Carolina. Uh, so our little map there is kind of starting to fill in. Um, we can just knock out this. This uh, southern states and just continue to grow. So if you're out there, you've been liking what we're doing. It helps us a lot if you go in there and give us a comment on each and every one of our podcasts. Give us that five star review. It puts us up at the more of the top of the uh, the algorithm where people can find us more and more. So Jimmy. You say how much you love us. Go out there and prove it by your comments and your five-star review. That boy Jimmy's disrupting the algorithm. Right, right. All right. So let's jump right into the Culture Corner. Yep. Yep. 
Come on. All right, James, what you got? All right, well, I got another animal one for us. So the uh, <laughs> the story I have today. A mocking mon- monkey. No, no, no. It okay. is about monkeys. It's about the, uh, the uh, how do you say it? The macaque monkeys, I think is how you say it. I'm pretty sure it's like that. I want to go with you on this one. Okay, it's the monkeys in Thailand. <laughs> the ma- It's either macaque or macau. I'm going to go with Macau. It's probably Macau. Yeah. That sounds better. Yeah, I think Macau sounds way better. <laughs> I've already said the first one, so. All right, anyway, those monkeys, monkeys in Thailand. You know the ones. Okay, have you ever seen any pictures of Thailand? You can't get a picture that doesn't have these monkeys in it somewhere. It doesn't matter if you're looking at the trees in the middle of a store. There's <laughs> monkeys everywhere. There's thousands and thousands of them, and they just mm-hmm. roam the city. It's like a defining characteristic of Thailand. Yeah. And I still didn't know how to say the <laughs> name right. <laughs> anyway, so these monkeys are so apparently, with the uh, pandemic stuff going on, uh, obviously their tourism is like nothing right now. Uh, and that's usually like a pretty big part of their economy and stuff. And so the monkeys are always just going around everywhere, and usually a lot of the tourists will feed them and give them some of their food, either voluntarily or the monkeys will just steal the food because they're monkeys and they do what they want. And... Uh, but since there's no, since there's like almost no tourism going on right now, the uh, the monkeys are, they're they're one of their main food supplies is like gone. So these monkeys are extra irritated and aggressive, wow, more than usual. And they're usually just roaming the streets and you know monkeying around and stealing people's stuff. And, he said monkeying around. Yeah, that's right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're usually somewhat of a nuisance anyway. But now they're like a big. It's an extra big problem right now. And so there's this guy who's from Europe, and he's a pianist. And he's down there right now with his upright piano. So I don't know how he's hauling it around, but he's hauling it around Thailand. With monkeys. Setting it up different places, playing playing the piano for the monkeys. And he says that it helps... Uh, you know, he's doing, like, music therapy for them. So it's, he's trying to uh, calm them down, make them less aggressive, so they're less of a problem for Thailand. Wow. And I don't think it's really working because if you watch the videos of him playing for him, they're like stealing his music and eating <laughs> it and they're just climbing all over him and stuff. But I don't know. He says that it helps. Apparently he does the same thing for elephants somewhere. He does he does all sorts of like music therapy stuff for animals. But I think it's mostly just him playing piano to animals because people don't want to listen to it. Yeah, I don't see this ending well for this guy. You know, it's the guys that always go to try to sleep in the bear den. Yeah. They come up missing and, and nobody ever seen it coming and all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's down there. He's trying to take care of the monkey problem. Yeah. Well, they need to ship these monkeys wherever they, they took those peacocks. Yeah, where, where did we say we sent, uh, you just I think we, up said, north. we sent them up to like New York area. Yeah. Something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll send them up. No, we don't want those monkeys up here. Wait, one more time. Let's see. Macaque. 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 Cat. Macaque. Sounds like the Midwestern. So I yeah, was more so like, right the first time. I just it didn't was say a blend with between a, the two. I didn't say with an ass. You didn't have that Boston accent yeah. on it. Yeah. Macaques. The, the way that, that it's spelled out here, it's M U H hyphen. Macaque. K A K. Macaque. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Sounds like a bird. Macaque. Don't get me started um. on birds. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so my mom, I, I don't know if you know this, she knows. 
not like a lot about birds if you compared her to some like bird watcher guy <laughs> but compared to the average person she knows a lot about birds and so i know random little that's the only reason i know these r- random little snippet of fun facts about birds because my mom's always like oh yeah that's the whatever bird they're <laughs> she's a bird watcher uh-huh. well cool all right so in the, in the christmas theme do you guys like Money for uh, a present, or would you rather for someone to go out and like spend the time of picking something out, the whole sentimental type deal? Depends on how much money we're talking and what did they pick out for me. <laughs> what about your wife? What if your wife did it? Would you want money from your wife, or you want her to like get you like some uh, like a, a handmade something or another? Which which one means more to I'd you? I'd probably let her pick a present. That'd probably be better. Yeah. I'm taking the cash. So, yeah, cash is always good. But for like, whenever it's like my my wife and I, we we, we have that discussion about what kind of gift or whatever. We just get a gift for like for each other. It's a, it's our like you know a, a new stove or a new refrigerator yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, adulting, right? right? Um, it that side of the family for me, her side, it, it, it was a revelation to me on how they do gifts. Because they tell each other what they want, and then they just buy it. That's that's the best way. No, I, I know, I love it. You yeah. know, but I, I but I didn't grow up that way. Yeah, you know, I, I love it now because you don't have to guess anymore. Like, well, what should I get them? It's like, no, here, this is what I want, right? But uh, yeah, if I had to choose, I think I'd. Uh, I want, whenever somebody asks me, "What do you want?" Uh, Amazon gift cards all yeah. day. <laughs> My, I think money's the way to go. When you said that, it was funny because on Thanksgiving we um, we draw names for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to buy all the adults put their name in the hat and you draw you get a fifty dollar gift. We and, did that the last few, and years. then you're done, right? So my my wife's little sister, she was just like, she's not going to be in it this year, and I would just say, how come you're not going to be in this year? Because she said, well, every year you ask me for a list, and then they don't buy what's on the list. <laughs> so she said, I'm not playing no more. <laughs> But so, like, there's like a lot of stress associated with that, trying to find the right gift for people, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Well, this, year, this year, because we, we used to do that the last few years, but we, uh, they just, this year we're going to try doing the whole white elephant thing, except for apparently you're not allowed to have a white elephant gift. Can you say white elephant in PC culture? I don't know. Just, Is it it's just thing? the elephant game. Oh, <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> I got in trouble for something I said a couple weeks ago. So you always get in trouble. I know it. Yeah, I know, you know it. it. But that the whole point of the game is like there's usually some bad gifts in there, and that's the white elephant gift, right? right. And so it's going to be the opposite for you it's guys. It's Only going to be good gifts. Yeah. So the the best gift is going to be the one that everybody's going to go after instead of trying to get rid of the worst gift. Type yeah, deal. basically, because yeah. they're all supposed to be good. Yeah. My favorite white elephant gifts are always Star Wars gifts. Like, everybody always wants a Star Wars gift, even though, like, at first, the first go around, everybody's like, oh, it's right there. But by the end, that's the hot commodity. Yeah, because you're playing at uh, IHOP at 12 o'clock at night. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) No, Louis. Louis, Louis. Listen, man, (laughs) I tell you, we've got so much, so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the good comments about the Luby stuff. Um, we're sorry, but at the same time, you guys loved it. So maybe we'll get back to something like that. I don't apologize, uh, man. But I regret nothing. I said what I meant. What I said. Uh, but we had a we had a really really good time. Anyway, so let's get back. So I ask you that question. Well, for me and my wife, 
we just go shopping together, kind of like you. Um, we'll go shopping, and we're like, hey, what do you want? Let's just pick it up here. Now, one time I tried to buy her an outfit for Christmas. That didn't work out so well. So going to this, I don't know, this fancy place, I'm going to buy her something nice, you know. And uh, the lady was just like, what size does she wear? Man, I don't, you know, I was mm, early man. in my, my clothes are mm, tough, man. Man, I was early in my marriage. I'm just, I didn't even look on that stuff before I left. You can get I, real offensive I, if you say the wrong size. Right. Well, I just no. pointed at this lady. I'm like her size, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she took everything back. <laughs> So now we just, you know, it's one of those things, you know, we don't really do birthday presents. Uh, we go out to eat with, you know, yeah. and that's it. You know, we don't do a whole lot of the, the, the present stuff. But anyways, um, money's always good. You can't go wrong on money. And then I read, I just read this story about uh, George Clooney. He did this movie, Gravity, and uh, it was kind of a low budget uh, movie, him and Sandra Bullock about them being in space. And then early in the movie, he dies. He floats off to space and never comes back, right? Um, so there was only a certain budget. So he made a deal with them that says, look, I won't take any money up front. Just give me a small percentage on what it is. They were thinking because it was a low-budget movie, not a lot of um, um, dollars out there pushing it or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, that, he, that wouldn't be big. Well, he ended up making $14 million off of it. <laughs> Uh, dying really early in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the story was saying that he still has the same 14 friends from when he was a um, in high school. So he got all of them together and brought them to his house and went and got $14 million in cash. Stacks. And put, stacks. And put a million dollars in each bag and gave to his, his buddies. Wow. Yeah. So um, they said he had he ordered a pallet of money. <laughs> A pallet of money. I think if you order a pallet of anything, you're you know you're, you're you've already reached boss status. Yeah. Oh yeah. For That's sure. Good. Can you imagine? I can. That's a million. <laughs> like, give me my presents in bags. I you know, I don't pallets. care if it's like or pallets. I'm not trying to be picky right now. I mean, it don't matter if it's a baggie. Whatever it is, a paper bag, no, no, bag. That, that's, that's the streets talking yeah. right there. Duffel bag, whatever it is. I mean, just load it up. You did know? they? Uh, did these friends know that he was doing this when he invited them over? No, nah, he surprised it, them. With he, it? he said they they get together regularly. You know, so it was one of those things that you know the boys are getting uh, together. Um, and I don't even think he's married anymore. So it was just like, a, you know, they, the boys are coming over and he just drops. Because if stuff. he was married, you know, his wife would be like, like are you sure? Yeah, he wouldn't be doing that. He's got plenty of money, right? You I think mean, he would have married somebody who sounded like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is George Clooney. He ain't married somebody who sounds like that. No, you, know, you got Fran Drescher. She's out there, you know. <laughs> Fran? I forgot uh, about that lady. Was it Peggy from... Uh, because he's, he's baller status anyways. Like Fran. because wasn't he like um most beautiful man in the world type deal before and uh, all that? I believe it's sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. So let's check it out. If I had sexiest man alive, which I know we're a long ways away from that, so you're close. Everybody relax, okay? You're, you're like right there. But I would I would just I would change my business cards. It wouldn't even have my <laughs> name on it. To 2020, it wouldn't even have an occupation. Alive. It would just say sexiest man alive. 
You know, I get it. Yeah, and uh, they probably hire you. Doesn't yes. matter what the job is. Just here, here it is. Just you can hire Bob, or you can hire the sexiest man alive. I would make it rain in sexiest man alive <laughs> business cards. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Oh, Fran, macaque. Macaques. All right, let's uh, listen to this next song, Colton Dixon, Miracles, and then we're going to jump right into the main topic about Christmas. Boom. Ninety miles on the highway, every day moving so fast, taking all the wrong ways out. Never saw you coming Stopping me in my tracks Keeping me from the long way down Doesn't matter just how many times I tried There could only be a single reason why So tell me So that's Colton Dixon, Miracles. He's got a cool story. You, I think he did the, the American Idol or whatever, him mm-hmm. and his sister. His sister begged him to come, and uh, he was just like, nah, you know, he's leading worship at a church type deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up winning it, I think, uh, beat his sister out and all that good stuff. So <laughs> uh, it was kind of a, a cool deal, and he refused to uh, to really just – not do the music that he was going to do, the Christian stuff. So I know he had to do a couple of the, the theme-type deals, but every time that he got to pick um, music, he did Christian music. So it's hmm. a good story. You know, 220 has a, has some ties with Colton Dixon now. Uh, oh, but, uh, yeah, 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 this. Yeah, yeah, Micah Thomas, who was on uh, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, or, or like a month ago or whatever, um, they went to go – to like Dallas or something like that to go see him in concert. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. And they got a chance to talk to him. And uh, I think they did like the VIP thing or, or, you know, to where they talk to the artist and stuff like that. Well, anyway, he got him to record our our weekly announcement videos for 220. Yeah, so you got Colton Dixon just, you know, hey, what's up, 220? And that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All the kids were excited about it too. So he seemed like a cool cat, sold out for the Lord, so. Um, awesome. All right, Pastor Caesar, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas. Christmas is what, three weeks away or something like that? Mm-hmm. A little over three weeks away. So um, what you got for us today? Well, <clears throat> much like our Halloween episode and our Thanksgiving episode, we want to bring you some truth behind these holidays. All we ever want to do. That's all. Some truth. We are truth bringers. But uh, yeah, in... in uh, in our uh, Sunday school class for for the young adults, we've been uh, I've been teaching a series that I titled "Mythic Christmas," and that's just kind of looking at the myth surrounded surrounding uh, Christmas and what us over here in um, in the Western world what we believe about Christmas and things that just kind of we've just accepted as gospel. Which, if we take a closer look, it's not really in there. You can't find these things that we just 
believe and and we'll get more into that but you know the traditional christmas scene is what I mean, we all see white baby jesus right uh in uh, in, a, in a manger surrounded by uh, you got his parents there. You got three wise men. You got oh, yeah. some animals. Uh, he's in a farm type kind of thing, stable looking thing. And you have a star. Yeah, stars over his head. The star is over his head, and there you go. Right, the nativity scene, and and the wise men. Don't don't forget about yeah, the wise men. I said the wise men. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said Sorry. the wise men. The three wise men, three wise and men. and that's what we've just popularly. But that's the popular uh, scene. What we've accepted, we see it happen in. Uh, I mean, really everywhere. People that need that don't even believe, that don't even claim Christianity over the life. They, they, you know, they would say, "Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it looks like." But uh, further investigation of the Bible and of the text. He wasn't white. He wasn't white. Newsflash, Jesus wasn't white. It's like, what? What? Yes, Jesus is a Jew. Just rock my theology. Jesus, you know, somebody said this the other day, and it just kind of like, if you're not ready for it, it kind of rocks your world. But, you know, Christianity is an Eastern religion. It didn't start here when they come over here and landed on Plymouth Rock and all that. Mm-hmm. That's not uh, no. And then they no. landed on a turkey, and then that's how the oh, first. Yeah, it. no, <laughs> no, that's, that, that's not history. that's not how it went. It's not how it went <laughs> down. So we're gonna go just through a few of these and let's talk about them. Um, not gonna get too deep on each and every single one, but uh, let's just see where this goes. Yeah. So hey, Merry Christmas from the Refuge Project yes, sir. to you. Merry Christmas. There we go. So first, the Bible. This is a myth. The Bible does uh, it was a myth that people believe. The Bible doesn't say anywhere that Jesus' birthday was December twenty fifth. Right. What? Yeah. What? So I'm gonna start selling mine in like February then. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sure. I Dang. think it. I think it was technically supposed to be sometime in March. I think yeah. is when they think it was. Yeah, something like that. But there's no definitive proof as to when he was born, and that's not the important thing. The yeah. important thing is he was he born. was born. Do we know why we decided on the 25th? Well, the the, the popular thought behind that is that it goes back to uh, it traces back to a pagan holiday that the Roman Catholic Church incorporated to try to get people in church to draw them in and to say, you know, what mm-hmm. you've been worshiping all the time over here, this false God, there's the real God. And this, you know, and they just incorporated those days. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, December 25th is not Jesus's birthday. Yeah. I think what I've heard from like random documentaries and stuff that I've seen over the years was they think the star that the uh, wise men were following was like one of the planets like Saturn or Venus or something like Pluto. that. Pluto. It wasn't Pluto. I don't remember which one it was, but they think it was probably one of those planets, and that one, whatever planet it was, uh, that would have only been visible during these times and on. They somehow traced it back to like early spring or something. Bro, I'm going to go rewrite everything that we're teaching these kids across the street. <laughs> but I mean, I don't even, they didn't even say like for sure. I mean, obviously it's all kind of speculative. But. Yeah, and I know this kind of sounds like rudimentary, but. Like, you'd be surprised how many people have huge misconceptions about our faith and what we believe in Jesus Christ. You know, it's yeah. like, well, why do you guys celebrate his birthday? You know, well, Next thing you're going to tell me is Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> no, I, I think I've seen him here Sunday morning. Oh, I think I did, too. The homo was getting crunk, too. <laughs> Moving on. Sampling the Santas. Sam, sampling the Santas. Pot dust. 
<laughs> yeah, so, no, it, it's just, but, you know, these things are important. I, I think they're important for us to just kind of bring up, and I know we do it in a joking manner, but there are some people that would, are just dead set on some of these things. I know I know people that have gotten very irritated. Like, you can tell whenever they see a Christmas tree in a church, or they, you, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen them too. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, just chill out. Right. Chill out. Yeah, it's not, it's, yeah. It's what not, a great message. Yeah. Chill out, yeah. <laughs> Hey, so pastor, what, is, what does the Bible say about this? Hey, chill, out. chill out. Chill out, bro. Chill out. It, it's it's going to be all right. All right. So another myth. Uh, the Bible never says that Mary rode into Bethlehem on a donkey. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. We always see that one. And uh, and, and, and let's, let's just kind of. Let's try to get into to the context a little bit of what's going on here. You have a very, very pregnant Mary. On a donkey. On a donkey. That's so irresponsible. I preached this message one time that says the things the Bible didn't say. Yeah. And it feels like a whole lot like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people think that. It's yeah. like, oh, she rode in on a donkey. Uh-huh. Now, but, you know, that's a 65-mile journey that they took to get to where they were going. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe within the 65 miles, maybe she did ride on that donkey for a little bit. But, you know, Mary was tough. Yeah. Plus, she was probably trying to get rid of that baby. Don't they say in the last last trimester to walk a lot so you can yeah. like push yeah. the baby out? She was mm-hmm. like, we going for but 65, 65 miles. Mile. <laughs> yeah. No, we, when we were talking about Sunday school, a lot of people were like, yeah, she probably just walked it all. And I was like. 65 I, miles. I don't think any of you could walk 65 <laughs> miles. I know, like, I can't. It takes an hour to drive that long. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, it's 65. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's days of walking. Yeah, that was the other thing. Did it say how long their journey took? Because I don't think we ever got to there. Because that's a big deal. Because I could walk 65 miles in three months. Easy. <laughs> All right, Forrest. It, it, was, you know. it was probably a few days. I don't want to misquote anything yeah. there, but it was, it was probably a few days' journey yeah. that it took to get there. But still, you know, it's it, that 65 miles. Oh, my goodness. And That's I'm, like going here to the beach in Galveston. Yeah. And actually, I think a little bit further. Yeah, and, you know, from firsthand experience uh, in dealing with a uh, a very pregnant woman, um, you know, it's you take the, her on a it, 65 oh man, mile walk. No man, it, it's like you, they don't want to walk, they don't want to move. Back's always hurting. They're it's just it, it's pregnancy. It's like I don't know how people are like you're glowing. It's like they it looks miserable <laughs> to me. Oh, for sure, they're like I'm not glowing. <laughs> You're you whatever you say you are right now, woman. So apparently they turn into Gollum. (laughs) So I I just did a quick Google search on how long it would take to walk 65 miles. 24 hours, nonstop, nonstop, and that's like probably down a sidewalk, not like in the desert. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Up and down. So I'm giving a week. Yeah, that's doable. But again, she's so pregnant. Yeah, su- how pregnant she was she? Super pregnant. Right now. <laughs> but couldn't they have had like some kind of wagon or something? I think it's funny that, that you got three guys in here talking about how pregnant a woman it is and what so we think it's going to be. Pregnant. <laughs> oh, she got to done it in two days. Come on, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with her? If it was a man, no, I'm just saying we know she made it. Right. So she made it, yeah. <laughs> but. No. It's like, how did she make it? Did she? But it, but I find that I find that so incredible too, and I'm glad you bring that up because I, I know whenever guys get even like a cold, oh yeah, right, yeah, we're, we're just down for we're three down. days, and we, yeah, can no, you bring no, me, no, can you bring me, this? Oh, bring me so I feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs> I 
don't know about you guys. No, that's. <laughs> I mean, not most men. Not, not, me, not man. us. <laughs> not us. But. You, I don't want to be lumped into the cold group with you guys. Gosh. <laughs> you ain't been married long enough. I guess. I don't know, man. Uh, well, <laughs> well, James is on that macaque stuff. <laughs> But what yeah, if you want to if you want to go and check that story out for yourself, go ahead and look in the book of Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 6. You can see that story for yourself, but it never says in there expressly that she rode in on a donkey into Bethlehem. So there you go, uh providing the references because we are a credible <laughs> news media. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, okay, next, and this one we know if you've been a Christian for. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put words in it or thoughts in anybody's yeah, mind because I don't know what people think nowadays. Uh, uh, but it, the Bible never says three wise men were there. Yep. At his birth. Yep. And they said, "Well, where do we get that from? Where do we get the whole three wise men thing?" I think the confusion comes from the gifts that they brought, right? Because uh, it says gold, frankincense, and myrrh is what they brought. So people just have taken that and say, well, there was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There you go. Three gifts, three three wise men. Right. And then they showed up with that. And then, uh, yeah, but the Bible never says it. It could have been, been three. It could have been four. It could have been five. It could have been ten. It could have been a whole, a whole team of wise men that came and brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah, that's something that I read in the past. It was probably more than three, like. As the respect of who Jesus was, there were probably been more than three show yeah, up. And the Christmas songs don't help either. We three kings. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know the scripture. I know the song. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been a whole bunch of them. And, you know, one thing that I, I that I um, I always find interesting is that uh, I know that the, uh, the silent ears uh, that are present there from whenever Jesus was 12 to when he enters a public ministry at 30, um, that there's a lot of life that takes place between 12 and 30. Right. But uh, but in there, I'd like to think that, um, you know, Jesus never begged for anything. He wasn't a beggar. He, and whenever you look at at how uh, um, his robes that he would wear and all that, you know, they, they were all hand stitched. They were all, you know, it's uh, Jesus, even though he he didn't have uh, I don't think he had like this crazy wealth on earth because he wasn't that wasn't his purpose. But we never read him read about him, you know, begging in the streets or anything. No, but, but have you ever thought like so? You know, at, especially in those days, you are who you fa- your father is. So, I mean, his father was a carpenter. So Jesus had to be a carpenter, right? He was a carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. So you think, like, Joseph gave him tasks to do in the in the wood shop or whatever, and then, like, Joseph would, like, go take care of some family business, and then, like, Jesus was using his powers to, like, put stuff <laughs> together. Powers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, like, twinkle his nose and, like, the chair put itself together. <laughs> well, wasn't he supposed to be pretty good at carpentry? Yeah, you would think. I mean, carpenter. I, I, I would. I would think he would be good at anything he does. <laughs> it's like uh, Jesus. Maybe you should sit in the back. Well, it says he's uh, fully no. human, right? Which means he's got to be bad at something. Like maybe he just wasn't funny. Well, or well what, like, the, what the scripture does say about him is that he just wasn't very pretty looking. He just yeah. was a normal, uh, probably the most normal looking dude that you can probably. What up, Jesus? Yeah. I got hope now. Uh, he wasn't the sexiest man alive. No. no. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, I feel like I could insert a Carl Lenz pun, but it's oh, probably too oh, soon. No, 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 Carl. Yeah, it's, it's probably too soon for Woo. all that. But uh, 
Uh, Poor Carl. I know he he did it to himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no. He, but he said the scripture says that he was he was. Yeah, so it's probably good that he was average looking. It would have been much more uh, temptation and stuff, right? Yeah, all the ladies have been hollering at him. Yeah, not for yeah. him though, but for everybody else. Yeah. Well, it says yeah. you know he's tempted in every way, you yeah. know. So I'm sure he's tempted like that, but. It's probably a lot tougher if you're like the man, you know yeah, what I mean? Li- literally. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, but you know, it's uh they never they never had a they never had to go without. I don't think, you know, where'd all that gold go? Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So he probably gave it to 14 of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> so if we said that George Clooney is Jesus, oh, is that what we just said? We did not say <laughs> that. No, we did not say we that. We did not say that. Fake news. Yeah, he looks. He, George Clooney probably Get looked better. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> no, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, we love you. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, the Bible never says that the star hovered over the manger. Now we'd be hard pressed to find a nativity scene now. Whenever you're driving around churches and all that, they always have the star hanging uh, above, and it, it it's it. You know, it, it's cool. It makes the the the, the image very um, spectacular, right? There's a, the, the star came out whenever he was born, um, but the problem is that there's no reference to that in the Gospels. The, uh, the the Magi were given a star that led them right to Jerusalem, Matthew chapter two, verses one and two, uh, then on to Bethlehem. Verses nine and ten that it read that it reads right there in Matthew chapter two, but uh, but and that's where they found the child. But we we understand that uh, King Herod at that time he he issued a decree to kill all the babies that were two years and under. So the wise men showed up around that time. So using context clues, you know they they did not show up when Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus was probably about two years old before they showed up. They saw the star. The star is what led them. But, yeah, nowhere does it say that the star hovered above the newborn baby Jesus. Right. Which right. also means they were following that star. Yeah. For a long time, for two yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you ever see any kind of, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, cartoon movie or something that's, like, talking about the Christmas story, it's always, like, the wise men saw the star and just, like, got yeah, up. Yeah, and let's go. Yeah, walked over there that night. I must follow the star. Yeah, like it just happened in a few hours or something. But yeah. I always read that they, they showed up, at, you know, around one and a half, two years, two years old. I think Jesus. whenever I was in grade school, not even a Christian or anything like that, that's how the story was communicated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like that. But, nope, you won't find it in there. Interesting. Yeah. Blowing my mind. How, did, I, become, how did I become pastor? <laughs> How did you? That's I what everybody's been asking. Teaching my kids this stuff forever. We've been singing the songs and everything. I know how some people are just probably sitting at home triggered right now. They're like, no, the star showed stop, up. It's like, stop, hey, stop, stop. Yeah, I'm turning this off. <laughs> well, keep listening. We got something for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay, the Bible never says that Jesus was born in a uh, in a barn or in a stable. Yes, that's interesting because... What we know traditionally as a barn or a stable is um, in the Western part of the world is um, what we know here in you know the United States is this crickety old wooden barn and hay and red you know red dirt and all that stuff you know and red barns and white trim, but over there it was most likely in the cave. 
chiseled out some rocks or something like that. You know, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily uh, what we think it is. Mm-hmm. Don't so, we just think that because it says uh, he's placed in a manger, and so we just assume well, like, Luke chapter two verse seven. I'll read that, and she gave birth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. That's what it says, yeah. right? But uh, their usage of the word word manger there, it's actually referring to a feeding trough. Yeah, it's about to say more like a, a goat or a, or a lamb type feeding trough, right? And homes back then, homes back then, uh, the living quarters were on top, on the surface level, and right under it would be where traditionally they would keep the animals, mm-hmm. right? Right, and those kind of things. So Jesus was born in a feeding trough. That's what we know. Yeah. Right, and uh, so and this whole image of the nativity, whenever we see him surrounded by animals, and all, well, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say. It just says he was born a feeding trough. You know, you know what I always thought was interesting about that scripture when I when I realized that it was a feeding trough and not you know some pretty little baby sitting in a manger, is, white white baby, <clears throat> yeah, a little white baby, that he was born in a feeding trough, and then thousands of years later we take communion as him as bread and wine as food. You know, it just all relates back to him being born. That's interesting. In a, I never thought of it like that. Uh, basically a plate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just always thought that was interesting. Yeah. I never connected it like that. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Mind blown on the food Refuge Project. for thought? Actually, I, food I, for thought. There it is. Ah, there it is. I, I know you took the labels off, so I don't know which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. But yeah, yeah, so it's uh we hope we're blowing your mind right now and if you uh <laughs> we hope you're blowing hashtag blow my mind. But yeah, if you uh if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and drop a comment, share this with somebody. Let them let them know we're we're, we're speaking facts and truths. Um yeah, so the next one and one that I hold near and dear to my heart, the Bible never says that there was a little drummer boy. A little drummer boy, me being a drummer, James being a drummer over here. Uh, you know, we and, and you know, where do we get this from? Well, again, another Christmas song. You Which, know, by the way, that is, I think, my least favorite Christmas song. I hate that Christmas song. <laughs> All right, <laughs> little drummer boy, and, and it's like really hate that song. Why they used to call him? Come on, little drummer boy, play, yeah. play for Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, everybody, not every, everybody has some Christmas song that they really, really don't like. I think is pretty universally true. Even if you like Christmas music or you hate Christmas music, there's usually like your what's like what's your least favorite song? You got to have one. Christmas song, all of them because they start the day after Thanksgiving. So you hate all of them. You don't have one that oh sticks out goodness. more. Do you don't like any of them? Man, um, I always thought these, these three kings was kind of like old. People type music, you know. You don't that, like that one. I never really liked that one. Yeah, that one's not that good, but it doesn't uh, bother me. I just not into that. one. I always like the little drummer boy because I always wanted to play drums. It never could, you know. I hate the little drummer like boy. we talked about Sunday, never was on beat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, get on the beat. Get on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I want you to think about this. What if the little drummer boy? What if that was biblical? Then think about that. Now, James, you've never been a parent. That's true. But uh, parents, whenever they have newborns. <laughs> that was to me, never being a parent. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Take, take your applause. Uh, <laughs> but uh, newborn parent, uh, parents of newborns, newborn parents, <laughs> that's funny, uh, they don't get any sleep. As right, it that's is. what they mm-hmm. say. 
Now imagine this jerk <laughs> walking up with the drum. Right, the right. baby's finally asleep. Pa-ra-pa-pom-pom. And, and you, yeah, you get a chance to finally lay down for a few hours before that baby wakes up. Right, all that again. And this jerk with the drum comes by. The worst. So, I mean, in history, the drummer always had a, like a, a a job. It wasn't just like he was playing music. He was he was leading the the army uh-huh. and he was setting the the battles off and different things like that. So, yeah. it was an an important role to play, not just uh, something like we do, just for our oh, entertainment. Rubber, pom, pom. So, I don't know. Well, the point of all of that is it's not in the Bible. <laughs> right? It seems like the point of that is to reinforce my statement that the little drummer boy. That's is funny because both song. of y'all are drummers and. I hate that song. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> the little drummer boy is theology based in hell. That is, no, that, that is not this biblical. This is my theory on the Christmas music that upsets me the most. <laughs> Wait, this sounds like you. There's a major thought behind this. Of course, just take your time. So I don't hate all Christmas music. I'm Mm -hmm. totally cool with. uh, There's a few that you know you really like, and then most of it's kind of indifferent. I my favorite type of Christmas music is the super melancholy, sad sounding Christmas music. I love that eagle. For some reason, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. Um, Bills will be ringing. Yeah. Or like it. Anyway, but the ones that I hate. That I'd like when they, as soon as they start, you're like, ah, is Little Drummer Boy. It's ones that are really repetitive, and it's something that's really repetitive that I don't find interesting. So the whole Little Drummer Boy song is that boom, 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 boom. boom. And then the little pum, 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 pum. And that's the whole song. And it goes on for four minutes or whatever. And I don't find that interesting. And that's the whole song. So all the ones that I hate the most are just really repetitive ones like that. That I don't find interesting. So, what do you think about like D- Dolly Parton Christmas album or Justin Bieber Christmas album or not the insert non Christian Christmas album? Well, I, you know, I personally hard to answer. Personally, I I like the fact that they're trying to release new Christmas music. I just am not it just a fan. Almost never works. Yeah, almost I'm just not never. a fan of the new Christmas. But it's music. never new Christmas music. It's a remix of yeah. an old Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on, like this. This you make good music. But at so some let's... point, somebody made a new Christmas song. You know what I mean? Like the, when the Beach Boys put out yeah, the Beach Boys Christmas like, album. And now that's a classic. 1829 or something like that. <laughs> hey, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. That song, jams. <laughs> that Anytime was, that song comes on, I was reading an article time. about that last year or something like that. That how many millions of dollars she makes off that still Baby. every Christmas. She just kills it. Yeah. Love that song. Yeah, so it's a great Christmas. So Mariah Carey, we better see fourteen million stacks to your right. best friends. Come on. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean it, it is a jam. And if it, y'all could only see James's smile dude, right he's now. So happy I right know now. he is. That's so a good happy. song. No, it's a great song. But And uh, she made that what, two thousands? But but So uh, that was a new song. I've heard a, it. a real interesting you never <laughs> there's no way you've never heard this song. One of the things that they bring up in that article is how it. that song doesn't follow the typical verse chorus bridge structure. Yeah. And uh, that's why he likes it. it, it uh, that's why everybody it's likes more it. It's more interesting. And plus, you know, where I care doing her thing. She's pretty hot, too. I mean, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff. What? You know, it, it, it. what that wasn't <laughs> in the Bible either? such a disappointed <laughs> look on his face. 
I'm just going to give you one of those. probably got sexiest woman alive at some point, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and she's been alive for a long time. Oh, man. She's my age. Dude, she is so Easy, old. Which, re- which I reinforced my statement I'm a long time. <laughs> David, you know how old she is? Yeah, how old is she? Oh. Your age. She's older. <laughs> she's probably, oh, man. She's not even as old as you. Oh, man. No, 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 you Mar- take her around, you, you know, Mariah Carey, she's doing her thing. You I'm, know how hard it is to be your friend. <laughs> We were gonna go fight the karate guy with you. We don't even no, know who karate Jimmy was. Yeah, we back up. I Jimmy. never heard y'all just laughed at me, and I went home and I had to ask my wife to put my feelings back together. <laughs> it was funny, man. You can't deny it. it was funny. Probably top five greatest stories I've ever oh, heard from you. That, that was yeah, yeah. absolutely. Anyways, Woo. you you were singing that song, you Doctor Phil. I got another session with you. Is you? But the karate teacher took you from me. I was almost out of therapy until I started this podcast, with y'all. <laughs> anyway, that's a good isn't, one. Isn't that what that uh, that YouTube series uh, Cobra Kai is based off? <laughs> Basically, that's, that's that show is about you, man. <laughs> You, wow. you might as well gotten beat in the last round by Ralph. By Ralph. Wow. Oh, Never man. seen it, but I guess I'm going to have to go watch my... Have you ever uh, seen The Karate Kid? I did see The Karate Kid, but not Cobra Kai. Yeah. Mm. Well, Cobra Kai is okay. The first season's good, and then it gets kind of yeah, ridiculous. It, just, but, it, uh, it goes downhill real quick. Yeah. Man. Kind of like David's life in this Oh, man. All right, hey, that was that was just a joke. Merry Christmas, we, yeah. Merry Christmas. Wow. We, oh man, gracious, we're just J Kane. These are the, these just are the jokes. Oh yeah, y'all are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like y'all are laughing at my expense. Cobra Kai, dude. man. Wow, I'm need to get y'all to chip on on, I'm gonna need y'all to chip in on my ten dollars a week that I have to pay my. <laughs> My co-payment I had to pay my therapist. We said went downhill. Oh, man. Talk about Christmas cheer. Jimmy, I'm going to need you to come here in the studio. (laughs) Handle up. Don't worry about the ninja, Pastor. I need these two fools taken care of. All right, all right, all right. We're going to get back on track here. We're going to get back on track. Please, somebody help the brother (sighs) out. Okay. (laughs) The Bible never says that Jesus was born in 0 A.D., Oh, yeah. He was born back whenever David was born. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ew, where's, the, where's the thing? Just... <laughs> no, David, oh, you're, you're, not, you're not that old. You're not that old. Oh, man. You know, my, my dad, he's old. Y'all keep it up. I'm going to start saying <laughs> your mama jokes. <laughs> as long as you finish it with, in Jesus' name. Oh, gosh. <laughs> How do they say that whenever uh, whenever uh, them church ladies in, uh, in the church, they want to rip somebody up, all you have to do is say, well, bless their heart. Bless their and heart. And then you just rip them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, the Bible never says that Jesus was born in 0 AD. As we know, BC stands for before Christ, right? Um well, that's what the common uh, uh, understanding of it, but really, it doesn't mean before Christ. It Is it some Latin word? It's well, that's the second one. The it's, it's actually BCE, and that's before Common Era. That's what BC stands for. It's not before Christ. It's, it means the same, but it's not. Technically, before right. common area. But right. a, a, era. what does that mean? Because the English thing is they say after death, but it's not. No, that's no, not what it means. No, it's uh, 
Anio Domine. Yeah, there we which go. means the year of the Lord. That's what that means in Latin, right? But uh, yeah, so Matthew chapter 2 tells us that Jesus was born in the time of Herod, Herod the king. And most historians place Herod's death at around 4 BC. So with, uh, and then whenever Herod ordered all those boys to be killed that were, you know, two years old and younger, within that area, they've calculated that Jesus would have been born between somewhere 4 BC and 6 BC. So that's interesting. Do we know why they started on the year that they started? Like 0 BC or would it be 0 AD? I don't One. What, so why did they start right there? That's then? something that I'm having to look into. If it's all based it. around his life and death anyway, but yeah. not quite. And what's interesting too is that other, you know, other cultures don't don't um I think it's called the Gregorian calendar that we follow, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Um Sal, <clears throat> check me on that. <laughs> but uh uh be the official fact. Yeah, for real. We need to have him on here. He's great. I know he's he's got so much to say. Um I'm down. That's good stuff. But uh yeah, I'll have to check into that for you. But um maybe it was just a correction. They're like, look, we're off by three years, we're just gonna back this sucker up. Oh, what I was gonna say is, is that other mm-hmm. co- other cultures don't follow our calendar, right? So you got mm-hmm. you got some cultures that are or that have are older than that and that still follow their own thing, so their yeah. year is a completely different year than twenty twenty. When the Jewish calendar isn't that different than what we follow? No, we follow the Jewish calendar. Yeah, but, but don't they, isn't there like years revolved around the moon? Instead of like, so like our year is based off of our no, uh, lunar year? Yeah, isn't theirs like, so ours, you know, 2020, that's like 2020 trips around the sun, but their years is based off of the moon making a forward. Is that not? That's, that's like the, that's I'm, like I'm the Chinese one for that. sure, yeah. right? Yeah, the Chinese one, they follow something they else. They do something based on the moon. Salvador, where are you at? <laughs> Over here in our Western privilege. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Moon. That yes. definitely wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus wasn't born on 0 AD. So in case that's whenever you start, you know, whenever he was born, it, um, it no. So anywhere between 4 and 6 BC, mm-hmm. Jesus was born. I'm trying to think. I, I, I know the, the, anyway, just keep moving. Well, calendars, yeah, calendars, yeah, because because I know that because you were a big production guy as well. Um, uh, and in production scheduling, they use they use that calendar because it's more accurate to the right. thing and whatever. I just yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, calendars, days. We're blowing minds over here. Time, time, <laughs> space. What does time mean? <laughs> Sane. Merry Xmas is taking Christ out of Christmas. We have a lot of people that believe this. Yeah, we're about to get into it. We're, we're yeah. Mm. How dare I you? I just know three old ladies that just turned us off. Mm. I don't think the old ladies turned us on. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't make it this far in the show. <laughs> really? The uh, sexiest pastor didn't, didn't, didn't draw them in? Bro, I'm telling you. We got two things in common. <laughs> we have no hair or gray hair. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, whenever people say "lol," you you ever wonder if they're actually laughing out loud? They almost never are. They don't be, no, but I am loling right you are, now. You're lolling. I, so, lolling. what happens when Christians? What about when Christians text back the L A M O? 
Do with, they do that? Yes. Yeah, I know a few of them. Oh. You know, they that probably are don't know what I'm just like, bro, for. you can't cuss on my phone. They probably don't even know what it stands for. Yeah. Like, my mom used to think LOL stood for lots of love. <laughs> so, she, so she would be sending LOL all the time. She'd be like, all right, see you tomorrow, LOL. <laughs> Why are you laughing at my pain, mom? Yeah, no, just thinking she's saying lots of love. That That's not, yeah. That is so, so they probably funny. just don't know what Ellen. They just probably just think they're just oh, it means like I think repeating it's funny. it after somebody else. Listen. Yeah, I, I don't. In the old church, there was a there was a lady that uh, she had teenage daughters at the time, but she herself was not you know hip to the jive. So uh, she she put that the uh, LM that whole one that even had the expletive in there or something she like that. She had the F in there you know, too? She put, yeah, she put the F in there or something like that. And She really thought it was funny. And she had no clue and, you know, and, and uh, they told her what that meant and she just nearly died. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff like one of, like, you'll forget how to get home and the other one, like, you'll forget how to get to heaven type deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like one's real bad. Yeah. Especially when old ladies do it. I didn't find out what I the first time somebody sent me IDK uh-huh. which stands for I don't know in case you don't in case you don't, don't know DK. <laughs> uh, the first I time somebody, that meant I'm Donkey Kong no, <laughs> I, <laughs> what time to start I'm Donkey Kong yeah. Um, yeah first time somebody sent me that I said what does IDK mean and they texted back I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and I said then why are you texting it to me I tell you, never mind. Y'all gonna make fun of me. No, no, say, no, 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 no. Keep on moving. What no, else wasn't in the no, Bible? No, there's other. Our listeners also want to make fun of you. He's so just really that. interested in the Bible stuff right now. No, we're good. Go ahead. He's really my, not gonna my tell. My ego can't handle it anymore. God puts brothers in our life to humble us sometimes, Ooh, or keep us in check, or break us. David must have been really thinking a lot of himself before we started doing this podcast. Oh, Oh, the, the sexiest pastor was, didn't tick you off? I mean, it didn't, didn't tick that mark there? So they put us here just to just... Bring me down to oh, earth. Oh, man. Oh, we love you, Pastor Dave. I feel like George Clooney. I just floated <laughs> off into nowhere. <laughs> and we know we're not getting a million dollars from him. No. No, I don't think so. Oh, man. It's okay, though. Gravity. Okay. It'll oh, take you. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so going back to the statement, uh, you know, many people think that whenever somebody says Mary X that it's a war on Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I personally uh, met people that believe this. Now, some people might be deliberate in trying to be offensive, and you know, you're that's taking Christ out of Christmas. Well, just a, a, a cool little little factoid that I found on the internet because you know you can find anything on the internet. Uh, the True. statement in and of itself is not offensive. Let me explain. Hmm. Here we go. Let me explain. Here we go. I'm one of the sticklers, by the way. Uh-huh. Mm, okay. So the first letter. Of the Greek word for Christ is chi, pronounced or spelled C H I. In the Roman alphabet, chi is represented by the symbol X. Therefore, Xians don't have to be flustered by hearing or seeing Mary Xmas because it is a symbol. Well, first of all, I don't speak Latin or Hebrew or whatever you just said. Okay, in English, X means X means Xing it out. So you Xing Jesus out of Christmas, and you don't have Christmas without Jesus. Just saying, and, and there you go. That just saying. that that is a popularly held uh, position. Have you I, said I, the Roman language is represented like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't I speak mean, Roman either. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and okay, y'all well, made it very clear I barely speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I could defend it. How could we defend it? They uh, The first interpretations of the Bible was like Greek and Roman and all that, right? So, like, we should go off of that language way more than English, right? Well, if you spoke that language... <laughs> I mean, come on. Tell me something else besides Xmas. Come on. Give me your Romanish. I got nothing. I can write some numbers for you. Well, good try. So we're going with Alpha. Christmas, not Xmas. Omega. On yeah, this podcast, give you a couple, Christmas. Give you a couple letters. Alpha and Omega. I know those letters. I know the beginning and the end. Because it's English. It's like it's like that movie, uh, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. The dad is always all like, "I can show you how any word is connected back to the Greek language. Give me a word, any word." Right, anyway, that's for my mom. We is love that the that one movie. that he always put his elbows in the uh, the uh, glass cleaner. Yeah, yeah, Windex. yeah. Windex. Yeah. Shout out Windex. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout anyway, it's it's just a cool little factoid there. So it's not necessarily a uh, an attack on Christmas, but I see your viewpoint, and I know a lot of people have that viewpoint as well. So uh, if it's intentional, well, then you're just a jerk and you hate Christmas. But uh, some people are just maybe just sincerely ignorant. I don't know. So do you prefer prefer your your Jesus baby Jesus or the grown Jesus? I feel like this is that that con, that, 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 that table comment. Yeah, Talladega Nights is like I picture my Jesus, little baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then the grandpa was like, he was a man. Yeah. <laughs> he had a beard. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a full grown Jesus. That's the Jesus that seems to get more stuff done. The other yeah. one sits there in the feeding trough. Right. A baby can't do anything for me. Yeah. No, it's uh, I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I never really cared whether Jesus was black or white or blue or polka dotted. It's just, and I, I never cared. My favorite is the risen Jesus. Mm. Oh, there you go. oh, that's that's, that's churchy. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's real churchy. Oh, Mr. David was. I saw this. Bring it back. I don't even know what this movie was, but. Back in the day when I lived with my parents and we had regular cable, uh, when I was probably like early high school, I was flipping through the channels looking for something to watch. And it was like, it was pretty late at night. So it's like weird shows on. And I stumbled across some movie, still don't know what it was to this day. But it was talking about Bible stuff. And it was like Bible characters and Noah. It was like in the time of Noah. And so I was like, I was like, I'll watch some of this. And anyway, I don't remember how they made it work. But at some point, this guy's talking to Jesus, and Jesus was a black Jesus in this movie, mm. and he was smoking a cigar, mm. talking to, I think he was, like, talking to Noah. And so it's black Jesus smoking a cigar. Just He was just, like, a real cool cat kind of a guy. And I just remember thinking it was, like, the weirdest thing. And I never figured out what movie it was. <laughs> Because you're white. Yeah. And now every time people talk about white Jesus, black Jesus, something like that, I just pictured that random movie that I stumbled across where it was black Jesus smoking a cigar. Isn't that something, though, how just like Jesus is is uh, is kind of like, I guess, contextualized, right, and by every every different culture? I mean, there's yeah. Rastafarian Jesus. Yeah. There's So do y'all remember, speaking of Christmas, do y'all remember when, like, the different cultures, Santa Clauses start showing up? Like, forever, like, Santa Claus That's is white. Thing. Like when I was a kid. Oh, you mean like Mexican Santa yeah, or something Black like that? Yeah, Black Santa. And Mexican Santa, Santa. It is a real thing. It's Pancho Claus. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but like when I was a kid, it was only white Santa. Uh-huh. But then like there for a while, then, then you can start seeing old Santa with different, darker skins. But isn't and he supposed to be white? Because like the story of St. Nicholas, wasn't he some European dude? Mm-hmm. 
So, like, this time it actually makes sense. Yeah. It's not like making Jesus white who was Unless you're Chinese. Yeah. Then it don't make no sense. Well, let's, Some let's white, be clear here. Fat dude Santa coming doesn't in your make house sense at, night? at all, no matter which way you spin it. It no. never made sense. No. Especially no. coming down the chimney. Can you imagine all the little poor little kids that don't have chimneys? Yeah. Like, what are they getting for Christmas? It just. We brought this up in Sunday school. Uh, it, how do you feel about telling your kids, or where your kids are all grown, uh, even your smallest one, he's already at that age to where he understands. Um, did y'all believe in Santa? Did you? I was 12, bro. My, parent, my mama said that if I had to quit believing, he would quit coming. So I was just like, I'm all in. If you don't believe, you don't receive. That's right. Oh, that's I'm so all, manipulative. I, I am all in until you tell me he's not real. Mm-hmm. So, and I, did you communicate that? I to was your, driving. They were just kids? like, "Look, I got to tell you something." <laughs> they, said, they said, "This has gone on too long." This has gone on too long. I know you're driving <laughs> yourself like your to school son, now. Son, you're, you're 18 years old. You're, you're shaving. Well, guess what? There was no Santa. No. <laughs> 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 No, I said I don't want to tell my kid about Santa. Tara really wants kids to know Santa, though. And I don't actually really care, but I would never be that serious about it. I think it's bad when they're figuring it out and then you're convincing them that it's something that they're already figured out. It's just you're, you're constantly lying to your kids, right? And it just leaves a bad taste. Like when I found out Santa wasn't real, I felt betrayed and stuff i was like because like i didn't care that he wasn't real i was mad that like i'd been lied to by every adult i've ever encountered for my you whole know what life i hate more than santa claus huh. the elf on the shelf oh mm. man that one's weird dude this one is a pain in the butt you know why elf in the shelf look listen parents i know the parents out there are going to agree with me if you ain't already went all in on the elf in the shelf don't <laughs> okay because of the elf That's on the a shelf. Commitment. You got to move it all the time. Every single night. And you know what always happens is you have a long day and then you get in bed, you take a shower, you relax. And about 11 o'clock, you open your eyes and you're like, oh, I man. didn't move this, the elf. That elf's on that same shelf. And it's, yeah. So then you got to go find it and tie it to the ceiling fan and let it swing around <laughs> and put it in the fireplace and hopefully nobody <laughs> turns it on, you know. Oh. Stupid elf on the shelf. <laughs> I bet you that wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> For sure it wasn't. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm not into it. Don't no, get I, into I, it. No. I, just, I don't get lazy. how it all started. Like how all the adults somehow came together and were like, well, let's all lie to our kids about this story. And it's probably from those same people that like made the pet rock in the eighties or whenever, you know, they just needed something new to make money on. I'm sure it was a way to it's get just, their kids to be good. Cause that's the whole thing, right? You know, if you're, if you're bad, then you get cold. Santa's not going to give you presents, right? I'm sure it was something where they somebody were just wrote, like, let's get our somebody kids wrote to a behave. Book, right. And they were just like talking about how bad their kids were and they got cold. Mm-hmm. And then this, this one, he's like, look, you got a bad kid. Like I wrote this book cause I had a bad kid too. read him this book. And then before you know it, publishers got involved. But and somehow, money behind it's like it. such, people talk about conspiracies. You know it was? This it was the same person that brings the little the crabs from the beach and sells them in the little <laughs> surf shops. And then you take four of them home, and two days later, they're dead. But see, so same people. But at least in that case, you have a parent probably. That's saying, like, hey, you know, this is a scam. You don't really want to waste your time with that. This, they got every parent. To say, yeah, I'll tell my kid this lie. We'll all go along kids. with it. Bunch of bad kids. Every single parent, though. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to be that parent. You might have been a bad kid. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I bet I, you when you get a bad kid, you'd be like, where's that Santa book? <laughs> <laughs> and then we also brought up how, like, uh, you want, uh, if you're the parent giving the gifts to the kid, like, you want the kid you to You want the like, credit for it. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, I bought you that bike that wasn't some dude who had his slaves make it for him. <laughs> that was me. I worked... All year, so you could have right. that bike. Do you know how much overtime I had to go for that hoverboard you're about to get this year? Yeah, I'm not giving that credit to some fake dude. <laughs> Whenever you paint Santa like that, well, then, yeah. Yeah, he's slaves. got a sweatshop full of these little dwarves. <laughs> hey, have you ever wondered why like, all, all the dwarves are, like, skinny? Dwarves. They're not dwarves. Because Santa gave they're, all the cookies. He didn't even share. Hang on. First of all, what are they? They're not dwarves. <laughs> they're elves. They're elves. It's just a little thing. You know, they're small little people. Oh, 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 oh. They're so much smaller than Santa that he could manipulate oh, them. Man. We're about to get and enslave a whole race of elves. And he obviously ate all their food. Talk about genocides and stuff. He took them all. You know, on that train of thought, Willy Wonka is the same thing with the Oompa Loompas. Come on now. Willy but Wonka. Did he save them? Weren't they like being Willy Wonka or was something? the dirty cousin. Gosh. Of Santa Claus. Why is he got to oh be dirty? Because you've seen his place, bro? He has some weird little. It was funny. Willy Wonka, around. he's the one that has Oompa the chocolate Loompas. factory, mm-hmm. but he was always like a decent looking dude. Santa's the big guy. Well, maybe he was eating too much of the cousin's chocolate. Maybe that's. <laughs> maybe Willy Wonka <laughs> was plotting against you him. You know, I, I really want to have a podcast on conspiracy theories one day. Ooh. We can yeah. do it. Look, look, bro, let me, let, me, let me describe my living room right now. Oh, here we go. My living room right now, you got a elf three, on the shelf, three three seater couch, two seater couch, chair. You know, typical living room. You got the rug, and then you know the 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 table. What do you call that? The coffee the, table. Coffee table. <laughs> nice little decorations on it. One end is like home decor magazine, and the other one is like probably uh, uh, that lady and that dude on the uh, on the, the channel that talks about shiplap all the time. Mm, the Magnolia The Magnolia yeah, yeah, yeah. one You probably got one right there And then the other side of the directions The directions The decorations You have Conspiracy theory book It's mm. got all the juicy stuff in it So when you, you get bored Just open that bad boy up And they'll tell you exactly What happened to JFK <laughs> Sure Exactly bro oh, you So don't, you know all about it Oh you don't know I don't know But my <laughs> wife is Deep. You didn't read the book? She is deep. It's right there on next to your decorations. Bro, she is so deep. She knows all the conspiracies. I used to be pretty into them. She thinks it's a conspiracy you... that we got married. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. I'm trying to work my way out Is of it in one. the book? Might be. <laughs> what, what is it? Uh, white, white guys... Uh, taking over the Latin American community. Mm-hmm. We're trying to water it down, bro. Mm. <laughs> trying to bring these redheads in that's super white. <laughs> so, so that's you. That's Who's, me. <laughs> what's the organization you're part it, of? So she's always asleep with one eye. This is uh, this is where <laughs> I have eye to open. not you know. Oh yeah, you know, you're probably sources. not allowed to talk about no, it. I'm no. sure. <laughs> nope, can't. It's uh, redheads <laughs> of America. My thing with the conspiracies is. Even, like, let's say, yo, I figured it out. I figured out the JFK, like, whatever the conspiracy is. Uh, like, what happens next? 
Another conspiracy. You've won. You just sit there and nothing you, happens. You've won. The no, hook. if you can figure that out, then you can figure out the election, bro. <laughs> okay, but and then, then we can get so, a president. Okay, so I figured out the election. Now what happens? Me sitting in my house. I figured out what happened. <laughs> then you go to the chocolate factory, and the, then you get a yeah, golden mind. You jam. find out what happened to that oompa loompa that got so big she exploded. <laughs> just. That's an Oompa Loompa. That was violent. You even seen the movie? You know he has. Yeah, of course not he has seen it. No, that's violent. She got the golden ticket. Oh, she got yes. one of them. She was one violent. of them. She You're was turning the bad violent. Kid. You're turning violent. Yeah, that's who they wrote the Santa book for. <laughs> for them kids, the bad little violet. She can't kids. just keep her hands to herself. Yeah, she's oh, a problem. Man. Man. She is a problem. All right. Well, moving this along, because we we ventured into some crazy territory. Uh, the, finally, the last one is, uh, you know, people that say happy holidays. Again, another attack on Christmas, kind of like putting X in Xmas, right? How dare you say happy holidays? It's Christmas. We know that that's out there. Uh, and, and maybe it's a statement that was made to be more politically correct. Maybe you're not, but uh, whenever you look at the actual literal word holiday, it's actually derived from Holy day. That's what the, that's what that means. And celebrating Christ's birth is absolutely a, uh, a Holy day for us. But also the Bible also says that we're not to esteem one day above any other. All days are days that god has made right and we'll rejoice in them so uh so happy holidays again maybe it's just more on a uh, just to be politically correct but uh, i don't think there's anything wrong with saying happy holidays because every day is a holy day david (laughs) 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 um you know i'm a a traditionalist a little bit on Mm -hmm. on this type of stuff most older people are I wish we had cameras in here. You can really see David's face. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, and uh, I think the more that we point God away from culture, the more we start taking these little things out that we think they're just little small things. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, we're removing God from the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's dangerous when we just start taking a little and, and and I'm really not like deeply offended by happy holidays or whatever. Yeah. But I think it is important that we do keep our eye on how culture is trying to turn it. You know, they, they secularize say, it. Right. Yeah. You don't yeah. see you, like they say, you don't turn the Titanic all at one time mm-hmm. um, before, you know, it is going a different direction. And I think a lot of times when when you see these little pieces, um, if it's Xmas or happy holidays or whatever it may be, um, you know, over a period of time, we culture can turn. And then before you know it, there's <clears throat> there's no praying in schools, you know, yeah. abortions legal, those type of things. And then our culture itself is, is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that point. And, and by no means, you know, do I think that we need to diminish anything about Christmas, but really celebrate it. And, yeah. uh, and then that's, you know, that's why we celebrate Christmas. You know, we celebrate Christmas because we're celebrating the incarnation that is Jesus Christ. You know, he, uh, it's a time for us to reflect on our anointed King he came into human history at a specific point, specific time. He came for a purpose. The baby was born to die and to die for us, to serve us, to to, to be there and to love on us, to give us access into into his kingdom. And uh, I think most importantly is is to satisfy God's wrath against humanity. 
you know, that's really the story of Christmas. And that is absolutely biblical, right? right. It's, it's that God, God was ready to judge humanity and Christ stands as the mediator saying their debt is paid. If they just believe in me, right. and that's really the, the the story of Christmas right there. That's the gospel. That it's what it's all about. Jesus. So you know, we had a lot of fun on this uh, on this uh, podcast, but you know, we definitely don't ever want to diminish the cross and the sacrifice and and, and Jesus. We always want to lift them up, and you know, we uh, we hope that you guys that are listening that that y'all understand our heart behind this. We we want to show you we. We want we can have a good time as Christians as well, and uh, just like Pastor David says all the time, whenever we get up there to heaven, I think that God's going to really tell some of us too. Y'all should have had more fun. Yeah, you know, I think he was a fun guy. To, I th- you know, when Jesus was on Earth, I th- you know, we look at him as a very serious guy. But come on, if you if you're around a bunch of guys all the time and they're your friends, there was lots of cutting up between him and the disciples and and those different different aspects in his life and. Um, but you know, I, I think when you was just, when you were talking about that, it's so important that we understand what our Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, in a yeah. couple of weeks ago, I was preaching about sampling the Psalms and how Jesus would, um, well, not just Jesus, but the, the new Testament would always go back and they would sample the, the, the old Testament. And it's the same thing for us. We have to know our Bible, what it says when it don't says, because probably every most people, when they heard what we talked about today, what was was not in the Bible, they didn't know that wasn't in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. it's super important that that we have a good foundation of who God is and what our Bible says and and those type of things, and do some studying and don't believe what what I say and don't believe what Pastor Caesar says or Pastor Mark or or definitely don't believe what James says. <laughs> the bearded sure. wonder. Uh, um, I'm okay with the bearded <laughs> Christmas wonder, but just re- truly get that foundation and ask the questions and research. And uh, it, my son always asks me these questions. I said, "Quit asking me." I said, "You got the greatest thing that w- that's ever been invented in your pocket right now." That I was, you could, I was totally. I'm thinking Google, but I know where you're going. On that. You know, just I mean, there's Bible apps and commentaries, and yeah. uh, I mean Google, all of it. You know, it's right there in your hand. Do the research. You're going to learn more by doing the research than if I tell you the answer. Yeah. Um, because you put the time and effort in and had to study what was right and what's wrong. So it's super, super important for all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, um, God is good all the time. We want to celebrate him uh, every day, not just on Christmas Day. Uh, so um, just having a good time with you guys. And that's a, that's a cool thing with about with Christians, right? Because really every day is Christmas and every day is Easter. It, it, it should be anyway. Right. I said that in Sunday school and said, can I get presents every day? You sure can. There you go. <laughs> you know, but every day we should celebrate Christmas. Every day we should celebrate Easter because without, you know, without the, the birth, there is no death. Without the death, there is no life in Christ. So right. uh, every day, every day, it's it's good. So good. Hey, we thank you guys for joining in on this episode of The Refuge Project. We love you. Hashtag us. Share us with somebody that needs to hear this. We love you. This is The Refuge Project.